Live. You're now live. You are live. now live. We're live. Hello, everybody. This is um, Young Cardinals podcast episode five. Uh, we're actually discounting last week's episode because um, it was just random madness and Nathan ruined his audio file. So didn't actually work properly. Uh, so this one we're actually going to record for Spotify. So thanks for joining. Just the listeners will address any comments at the end of the video. Um, so yeah, we've got some facts sent over to us by Libby. If you don't know, Libby is Nathan's girlfriend and also fellow owner of Cardinal. Um, I say we just crack crack straight on. What, what are you saying? You reckon that's let's good? Let's crack on with some facts, Nathan. And let's crack on with some stuff. Let's. I, I'm all good. All right. I'm uh, I'm all gravy. Perfect. Let's do this thing. Also, uh, yeah, we messed up last time. We messed up last time because because uh, we got too drunk and didn't record ourselves properly. Spotify, so sorry about that. Head over to the Facebook and check it out. It's good fun. Sweet. So, right, come on, then. let's go. Let's go. Let's crack on with facts. Uh, I think I will start, and let's do you it. Start. Go on then. What you got for me? Okay, now. This is weird and got no context. <laughs> okay, the <laughs> longest time between two twins being born is 87 days. No, that can't be real. <laughs> Apparently so. That sounds so, like immediate uh, bullshit. What? Yeah, so I've got to Google that right now. I, I presume that they were... So were they in the womb together then? It must have been they were in the womb together. Oh my God, it's It's real. <laughs> How is that even possible? <laughs> and what, what's the, what, how do you reckon the situation went down? Like, she popped one out and then the other one was like, no, nah, I'm not coming out yet. Motherfucker, I'm standing here. Does that mean there's two nah, separate placentas? So they, I thought I, I babies in the womb together would share I, I a placenta. I don't even know. I mean, so what, just format of this, I think you should Jamie from Jerry. I think you sh- I think you should hop on the Google and, and explore Dude, I've go- the story. It's, it's, it's real. So the longest interval between birth and twins, it was in Kilkenny and Ireland. Um, Gave birth to twins, Amy Ann and Kate Marie, Katie, Elliot, 87 days apart. This is ridiculous. All right, let's get into 87. this. 87. It's, it's absolutely madness. It's, it's not even like crazy, like it was five days or something. It's that, genuinely that would have been mad, but... 80-something days. How, 87 days, was it? Fuck me. How is... It's actually a Guinness World Record, apparently. I don't understand how Guinness can be measuring that sort of thing and just be like, yeah, it's a world record. But, but technically, they're not actually the same age, right? Or are they? Not at all. Well, uh, interesting. So they're twins, but they're not the same age, right? Yeah. How does that... Because <coughs> it's when you're born. It's not when, it's not when you're... Oh, one of the babies was severely premature, I think is what's what I'm reading. Um Oh, I see. Uh, so yeah, Amy was fighting for That's her life. That's crazy. Fact. Her. Yo, the caliber like, is high. The caliber is high. How is that? Like, I still, I. That's insane. That's the rarest story. If you're one of the twins, though, isn't it? Yeah, you know I mean, like, that's, that's oh, a nice twin sister. Thing, you know what oh, what's what's the difference? Like five <laughs> minutes? No, eighty-seven days. <laughs> 87 days, yeah. Who was born first? Oh, yeah, there's always that, like, who who was born first thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Who's, like... I see now, yeah, that makes a little more sense. I was like... Three-month gap between twins. That's ridiculous. 
Never heard of such such um, such hilarity. Wise. Right. Okay. Your so you time. you're gonna do, no, you do the facts and I'll do the googling and looking through and finding out what's what. Okay. So you you give All me the right. next one. You be the Jamie. Yeah, yeah. I'll All be right. Jamie. Oh my Call god. <laughs> okay. Apparently, uh, it just says kangaroos, but I, I presume female kangaroos have three vaginas. Three. <laughs> three vaginas. How many vaginas do they want slash need? <laughs> I even, I'm definitely getting put on a list of some sort for googling this. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, I love like, the caliber of like, Maybe you cracked this. Up okay, apart. right. Oh, I'm oh, getting job. attacked with nothing but cookies and custom ads. What is this? Stupid oh, website. God. You're, you're gonna be, you're gonna have kangaroo porn popping oh, up. On dude, <laughs> I hate to see what my Facebook ads are gonna be oh, after man. this. This is gonna be horrible. Um, right. <coughs> Three, two uteri. Okay. Interesting. Uh, okay, so free vaginas, kangaroos. Just, I need some. I need some. I need triple, some. triple marsupial vagina was discussed on the British documentary Inside Nature's Giants. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> In this case, they checked out the lady guts the of kangaroos. Oh vagina. my god! Listen to this. In this case, they checked out the lady guts of kangaroos. <laughs> For the sheer heck of it. What? <laughs> what article are you reading? This doesn't sound like it's a good source. It's from, it's from the Mary Sue, mate. <laughs> I don't, I've never heard of this publication before. It's not a good source at That's all. That's just how Australians it? talk. It's just like, yeah. We fucking checked it out, mate. And it turns um, out she's got three of them. So, <laughs> what? Uh, the side vaginas are where sperm from the males to pro. Wait, wait, wait. I think I've just found out that kangaroos have two penises. <laughs> Whoa! What the fuck? <laughs> a fact upon a fact. What is Holy this? shit! Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, so this what? This is the rarest shit I've ever heard in my life. They do. Oh my god! <laughs> so, so the two, the two vagina, the three vaginas. There's a tri there's a triple threat vagina going on. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, let me let me explain the anatomy that I've just discovered. Uh obviously I haven't discovered it, but the I'm just I'm discovering it for the first time. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh funny. Uh, I mean it's not face nature, I guess. So um yeah, so the kangaroos have it says three vaginas, but it looks only like one in and out, if that makes sense. Uh but yeah, they've got side vaginas and then a middle vagina the side vaginas are where the sperm travels through pr presumably from the kangaroo's uh, prong two-pronged penis <laughs> the babies are held in uteruses above and then the the joeys are delivered through the third third vagina down the middle <laughs> third and final vagina yeah last so... but not least <laughs> okay <laughs> so the sperm goes around the sides meets in the middle and then once once the joey is Joey has formed. It gets pushed through the middle vagina, and then climbs up into the pouch. Jesus, uh, man. It's it's. Hey, <laughs> we're learning things today, everybody. I'm glad we're all here. Right. Hope you're having a good time. Are we time. ready for the next one after that? After that bombshell. Oh, I don't. <laughs> we've well. Atomer has never told us about free the free triple vagina kangaroo vagina. Swear to God, I would have remembered that shit. It's it seems wonder, like a thing that I people wonder. should know. Secondary Google, is that the most vaginas a single animal has? 
This is or, interesting. I mean, you know, it, it would have been pretty amazing if the fact was that it turned out kangaroos have two dicks and then we found out that kangaroo females have three vaginas. Right. Uh... But I wonder if there, if there is an animal that has more. Because <laughs> I, I didn't think animals had more than one. <laughs> My mind is blown, dude. That is pretty mind-blowing. Um, I mean, I don't know what the search for this. I've put, I've searched the most vaginas in a single animal. Uh, <laughs> this, I'm definitely going to be going on a list. You're going to have the German police turn up. Okay. Uh, people uh, in Spotify, perhaps, is in Berlin. Right. You, uh, you weren't on the podcast last week. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, perhaps is in Berlin filming. <laughs> and uh, they're going to see his browser history from looking oh at all this God, kangaroo dude. porn. I haven't found out. Uh, I haven't found an animal <laughs> with more vaginas, but I just found out that hyenas give birth through their clitoris. That, this sound. is the weirdest shit. That nature is fucked, dude. Nature yeah, is nature fucked. Nature is fucked. So, so are, are we saying that kangaroos have the most vaginas at three? Yeah, I, I, three is I, I the max so. vaginas that any one animal can have. That's some alien yeah. shit. Kangaroos are fucking weird, right? Are we on, are we ready for another one? Yeah, let's go for the next fact. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> okay, the northern leopard frog swallows its prey using its eyes. It uses them to help push food down its throat by retracting them into its head. You, I, you need to read it, that again. Okay, the northern leopard frog swallows its prey using its eyes. I can't even apparently, comprehend. It apparently uses its eyes to uh, to help them push food down its throat by retracting them inside its own head. So they might, what they roll inside their head and then down their throat, like fucking. I'm watching a video right now, dude. Like this, I'm <laughs> already on it. <laughs> Right, he's caught, so, caught the bug. I don't get it. Caught the bug, the bug's on a string. Um, mouth's closed. How does it use its eyes? I don't know, this is interesting. Snatch its prey in midair, maybe it's just what's a What's the point of it having a fucking... What's the point of it even having a mouth? I mean, it still uses its mouth. And is its mouth a mouth? I, was, uh... I can't see much going on with the eyes, to be <laughs> honest. I feel like this might be... Um, might be... Might be a is bit it, of a uh, bum fact. It looks like it could be Move a bum on. fact. Wait, wait, let me. Uh, okay. Using eyes. Here we go. Okay, I think we should move on to the next one anyway. Yeah, okay, let's move to the next one. I don't know. Let's so, do the next one. Bish. Okay. In 1567, <laughs> in 1567, <laughs> the man said to have the longest beard in the world died after he tripped over his beard running away from the fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I can't get my beard caught in the fire. <laughs> Dead. Oh my god. <laughs> Just imagine the oh, detective on the scene. I'm trying okay. to like I'm trying seems... to picture 15 1567. What country is this? I need this background. I need this background uh, checked. I need to visualize. Man killed by own beard. 
1567, the man with the longest beard. Oh my God, it was four foot long. It was in Bavaria. Oh days. That's oh, like dude, Henry's where did this dude. happen? This could be down the road <laughs> from like where a... I am right now. Are you fucking kidding me? That would be insane. Oh, no, it's in Austria, so it's a bit further south. His beard... <laughs> His beard was 1.4 meters and was usually rolled up in a leather pouch. Oh my god, dude! The beard is stored in the museum. <laughs> You've got to see this. No way, bro. You've got to see this. Send in your link right now. <laughs> everyone, everyone needs to check this story out. So, what's this guy's name? Uh, oh yeah, I'll put it in the public chat. Was he named, or is he just some? Or is he just? Some... Isn't it, he has a name. He has a name. His name is uh, Hans Steininger. Steininger. Hans Beardinger. Hans Beardinger. I probably pronounced that wrong. <laughs> Hans Beardinger. There you go. I put it in the public chat as well. I think but it's in the host chat if you want to check it out, dude. Like. Oh, sick! Oh, I was looking at the wrong chat. <laughs> Dickhead. Honestly, if you want to, watch, if you're listening to this on Spotify and you want to see this beard that's in the museum, just uh, go to Wikipedia and look up Hans Steininger. Uh, it's H A N S S T A I N I N G E R. It would be hilarious. Some content. Something would be hilarious for some content is if you went to the museum, Brad, and went to go see the beard remains of Hans Beardlinger. I don't have time to go see Hans Beardinger. I don't, how on earth? If it was Ginger, it'd be Beardinger as well. I can say it. I, we're allowed to say it. Gingers to gingers. Gingers to gingers. <laughs> gingers to gingers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll a cigarette. All right. Are we ready Dirt. for another fact? Yes. Okay. Oof. I've got to prepare myself. I'm still reeling from the fucking kangaroo, bro. Sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> still reeling. Right. Uh, there's an opera house on the US and Canadian border where the stage is in one country and the audience is in another. Fuck. What? That's... Like, who, who, who gets the tax money and shit? And I have so many questions about this. What so... So they've obviously got a building which is right on the border. So maybe the border moved after the building was built or something. It's also a library. Maybe. It's also a library. It but just sounds it's like the, it's uh, indecisive. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like they've been a business owner is just indecisive as fuck. They can't decide what country they're in. It's a, the Haskell <laughs> Free Library and Opera House or the Bibliothèque et Salle d'Opera Haskell. Oh, nice. <laughs> So it's nice got French pronunciation name. Oh. as well. That was nice. I, I did yeah, French for five years, so I should really be able to pronounce it at least, yeah. even if I can't remember much. Whatever. Everyone knows the tech from school. Oh, oh my god! I don't know how so, they. I, did... I want to know. I want to know how the tax money's done. I want to know like, do they do they queue in one country? So do you have to cross the border to queue? Well, here's interesting. Like, how does that work? I got, I got, I got something interesting here. Um, it was first on the US. The, I've just got the picture of like the theater with a fence in, going through the middle of the building. <laughs> there is no fence, but do you want to hear that? Um, 
The US National Register of Historic Places first designated it on the 8th of September 1976, but it took Canada a further nine years before it designated it a National Historical Site uh, on the 15th of November 1985. So, it's very interesting, isn't it? I, mean, I don't have anything, I mean, it's just anything about the money. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's crazy. That is very yeah. crazy. That's, that's more of a... Not a wild fact like free vaginas. It's a weird it's... logistical problem. Yeah. Well, what the hell is this? It's got two fact? different addresses, oh dude. It's got because oh, it's it... got two physical different addresses. Yeah, because it's in um two different countries, obviously. So it's got 93 Caswell Avenue, Derby Line, Vermont, and one Rue Church, which is Church Street, oh, Stansted. Dude. Quebec. I get delivery problems getting getting takeaway to my house. Could you imagine the delivery? Oh, imagine problems? that. The do, FedEx who do you reckon they get? Confused as fuck. <laughs> who do you reckon they get Amazon Prime from? Canada or Canada or US? <laughs> I bet they fuck up all the time. Dude, what if you go in there? The like, what if you go in there, like holding a gun, and then it's legal in America, obviously, and then you walk through to the Canadian side? Could you get arrested? Well, it says the stage. It said the stage is an American side, and the audience is Canadian side. That's so you would probably crazy, have to be in the audience coming over. So that's why I said, do you have to like ah, cross no, wait, the border wait, wait. to queue if you're American? So no. So the entrance is in America, and most opera seats are, but it's also. The opera stage and the library is in Canada. So apparently this library is called, sometimes called the only library in the USA with no books or the only opera house in the USA with no stage. <laughs> uh, amazing. There is no entrance from market. Canada. There's market. no entrance from Canada. But there is an emergency <laughs> exit into Canada. So could if there was a fire at the entrance and you went... Through the emergency exit to get to Canada, you could illegally immigrate without even meaning to. <laughs> <laughs> just a mountie the other side, Why top of moose, just, just waiting for your passport. That's too difficult, just, mate. It's just a moose. Yeah, man, mountie on right, a moose. Are you ready? Yeah, go on. Next one. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really scared about trying to pronounce this. I don't even know where to start with this. <laughs> okay, the the. Katzen Calvia, the Katzen Calvia cat piano. I think that is um, the, the English for that. So I think it's the cat piano. It was a musical instrument made out of cats, designed by 17th century German scholar Arthensius Kircher. I'm nailing this, bro. It Not can, at all, it can, this is awful. <laughs> It consisted of a row of cage cats with different voice pitches who could oh be God. played by a keyboardist driving nails into their tails. Fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's mad. Uh, I don't know if it actually exists, but... See, now, do you know what's fucked up? Is I've heard of a cat piano as in, like, a thing that you do on your keyboard, like, like um, a website. Oh. And it's, like, different yeah. meows. I've heard of that. But like I didn't realize that it was based on this morbid fucking thing. Oh my god, dude! It's a film. That's that's dark, dude. Well, th there was no RSPCA film? in 17th century Germany. 
to no no it's not real i don't think there is no official record of a cat organ actually being built it is described in literature as a bizarre concept so yeah it's a uh, cat's enclavia um <laughs> or in french piano et chat <laughs> <laughs> piano et chat are you going to do french for everything <laughs> no it actually has the french, french right translations here. for everything it says french right here okay. french it's odd or, or uh, it's a cat organ or cat piano, or as you said, uh, or you, as you brutalised the cat's enclavia. Um, <laughs> the cat's enclavia. I was like, <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Wait, who did you say? I did give say... a disclaimer first. I, I was like, Arfanius? Oh, yeah. Athanasius Kircher. Athanasius. <laughs> that's what that looks like to me. That's like that, um, could, that could also be wrong. That's like a that's like a Socrates um, moment. Socrates. Socrates and Socrates. <laughs> yeah. So actually, um, I think what noted the cats were arranged properly to produce a succession of notes from, oh, from the octave. Properly arrange your cats. Yeah. The abominable orchestra. Wait, no. Oh my god! I th- there's too much to go into this. Basically, I don't think it. I don't think it exists, and I can't read Latin. So, oh my god! Modern citations and Oh no, it's sampling cats. Reconstruction. Yeah, it's sampling cats. Don't worry, mate. It's um don't worry, it's fine. Didn't actually happen. Okay, okay, Pat. Next one next this next one I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot for you as a question. Okay. Okay. No, right, so no Googling this, no fucking cheating. All right, All right. okay. I'll I'll stick with this one. What is what is the medical name for a butt crack? Medical name for a butt crack. Yeah, the crack. Is this? I'm guessing it's a Latin name, <laughs> or is it an? Or is it like an English translation of the Latin name? Or is it a dish that's just? No, English? it doesn't seem so. It does. Seem, it does seem like a like a like a named part. I suppose it's. Uh, the butters crackers. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good guess, man. It's the inter interglutinal interglutinal cleft. So in ah. between the cheek, interglutinal cleft. That makes sense. <laughs> so interglute, interbutt, cleft. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> interglutinal cleft. I don't, even think, I don't even think we need to background that one. But I yeah. don't think so. I think you can stick your tongue down my interglutinal cleft, though. That, that was right into the glutes. That was right... <laughs> In the right glutes. betwixt the interglutinal right. cleft. <laughs> right betwixt the glutes. <laughs> oh, I can't even say it. Okay. Okay. Um, this next one. So the stage before frostbite is called frostnip. Frostnip? And I think that is the official name for when you get pointy nipples. Oh, my God. When you're cold. you got frostnips. <laughs> <laughs> we went from we went from hilarious facts to uh, just learning now. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so before it's... frost bite, it's frost nip. So it's like nipping it uh... like a nip is what I presume. Okay. And I'm guessing, so frost nip is before it causes permanent damage, I'm guessing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair. So oh, it's not so... too bad. It's like nip. Yeah. Bit nippy. Is there any famous Maybe people that, that, have, comes that have got frost nipped? Oh, fucking hell. That's where nippy probably comes from. Shit. Let's, let me, let's see if we can find Fuck. the etymology. We're of learning some shit today. Yeah, I bet it comes from that. This is like some QI shit. <laughs> I'm like learning, having fun, hanging with the bro. Here we go. Uh, actually, no, I don't think it is. Um, biting sharp. Colloquial reference to biting chill in the air from nip. Okay. Nip. It must be from frost nip. No, no. Nah, fuck out. Nah, we've, we're, um, I, I think it's the other it, way around. Historically. I think it's the other way around. Frost bite oh, and frost okay. nip. So a nip is a small bite. I don't know. We're just two okay. idiots talking on the internet. <laughs> I think this next one is, is a bit of a mind blower for all the stoners out there. Okay. So, are you ready? Are you ready? So, you know, everyone always says uh, it's the best invention since sliced bread. Yeah, of course. It's a common phrase. This is a bread fact. So, the television was invented only two years after the invention of sliced bread. The television. The television was invented only two years after the invention of sliced bread. It's ridiculous. Fuck. That's insanity. I can't believe people were slicing their own bread that entire time. I like just saying, I'm fucking shit at slicing bread. Like, whenever I do it, it is like an abomination. I just butcher the loaf really bad. <laughs> it's just something that I'm terrible at. It's always too big or too thin. Always has that weird crescent bit to it, where you kind of like realize you're messing it up and try and correct it, and it never works. You get this like curvy. <laughs> That's. Is it, is it because is it because the machine was only invented? Surely sliced bread was invented before that. <laughs> no man, people just put two loaves together and put the filling in between. Earl of Sandwich actually had the biggest <laughs> mouth in history. Well-known fact. Everyone was like, how, else, how can anyone else eat this right now? And he said, like, don't worry, in a few hundred years, they'll invent, that, invent like, the machine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's too pity pan. It's all the French today. <laughs> yeah, but like, what, what, what's, the, what's the Google saying about it? Um, actually, uh, it seems that the television was invented in 1927. Uh, sliced bread was actually first sold in 1928. So a prototype was for the machine was built in 1912, but was destroyed with fire. Uh, oh, no, wait. Uh, it was from all the sliced bread haters. They yeah, were man. too scared of, of the advancement of bread. <laughs> It was like all the people yeah, were so, scared of uh, the, the millennium turning over. Oh, wait, here we do you want to hear something great. During 1943, US what? officials imposed a short lived ban on sliced bread as a wartime conservation measure. 
So for the war, America thought... Fucking lazy bastards, you can slice your own bread. So it was also intended to counteract a rise in the price of bread. Wow. Jesus Christ. Basically, flour prices went up by 10%. They freaked out and banned sliced bread. Get it to the troops, lads. <laughs> Give it to the troops. <laughs> okay, next one. <laughs> oh my god, this is mad. Oh, this is sick. Okay, the dark region of the North Pole of Pluto's moon. Uh, Charon or Sauron. I don't know how you pronounce that, but I presume it's Sauron because the dark region is called Mordor. So Sauron's Sauron's North Pole. So Sauron is Pluto's moon, and its North Pole is called Mordor. <laughs> but I presume it's pronounced Sharon, but it's pronounced like Char. Well, it's spelt like Charon. Charon. But it, mu- it must be it must be Sauron because obviously. Charon. Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's so sick, dude. Fuck Mars. Why are we going to Mars? Let's go to fucking Mordor, motherfucker. I want to... <laughs> <laughs> One does not simply enter Mordor. <laughs> Why don't we walk there, man? One does not simply walk into Mordor. <laughs> One cannot simply walk to Mordor. <laughs> oh, my God. In Greek no, and mythology and Roman mythology... No, no, wait, wait. Sharon is a psychopomp, the ferryman of Hades who carries souls of the newly deceased across the river Styx. No, no, psychopomp. Uh, basically, he carries the newly deceased across the river Styx that divided the world of living from the world of the dead. Fucking hell. So, do you think it is pronounced Sauron and then he's, uh, Tolkien's taken the spelling differently? It's actually named after the discoverer's wife, Charlene. So it's Charon. <laughs> Charlene. <laughs> Unless it was Charlene. Charlene. It's Charlene, you motherfucker. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it's definitely Charon. It was discovered it's by James Charlene. W. Christie. He sounds pretty American. I can imagine Southern America just, hey, Charlene, <laughs> I just found a new moon off the coast of Pluto. Coast of Pluto. What do we coast of Pluto? Fucking orbit of Pluto. Okay. <laughs> just semi. off the coast of Pluto. Semi off the coast of Pluto, bro. <laughs> uh, Taking the kids down to Mordor. Right. <laughs> Bring your bucket and spade. <laughs> right. Uh, the next one's about a high honeybee. A high honeybee. Okay. High honeybee. Yeah. Yeah. A high honeybee. It's the highest bee in the world. The Himalayan honeybee, the largest, in fact, of all honeybees, makes a hallucinogenic honey that oh. tribe collect, bro. This is mad. I saw a documentary with this, and um, yeah, like they Elaborate, often. Right? Do you remember about it? A little bit. Like, I'm pretty sure the people that collect it physically climb up to the nest. And just start ripping the nest apart and getting the honey out of the nest. Like <laughs> I remember watching the documentary, the and I think there was a random white guy that was doing it. Um, yeah, honey hunters. Honestly, I can't I can't remember what the documentary honey was. Hun- whether it was that or 
It was something. I think it was, I was in, the a dog different. Was called Honey Hunters. Then. There's, a, there's a small doc, no, there is a small I'm documentary sorry, on National Geographic called Honey Hunters. But yeah, man, they actually climb up and <laughs> can often get stung really, really bad. Dude, this is insane. Is it like an ayahuasca type deal? Um, like, is it like a type. Yeah, I, I'm not too shameless. sure, like how big the hallucinogenic yeah. is. Let's have a look. Uh, here we go. Himalayan honeybee. How's it? Can you can you still hear me, bro? I can still hear you. Oh, what happened to your camera? You still hear me? Ah, oh, here you are. You're back. Three, two, one. You're coming in. How random? Oh, you just disconnected itself. Well, you're back. That was random. Sorry, peeps. That's right. We're still talking about this honeybee that gets people high and people be tripping balls in the fucking rainforest. No, sorry. So if it's in the Himalayas, it's in the mountains. It so is in the what mountains. people is this? Well, uh, so far, it's only been identified in the mountain region the of Bhutan, the Chinese province of Yunnan, or Wanan, oh, India, okay. and Nepal. It mostly nests altitudes. <laughs> Between two thousand five hundred and three thousand oh, meters. Oh, literally that little that little bit there that goes from India to to China. That bit there. Yeah. Himalayan so cliff all, honeybee. There's all these crazy honeybees there. Oh, that's hey, yeah. Do you think I'm that's fucking? Bits. Hey, just think about where all of the Buddhist temples in the world are. <laughs> just take a sec. That's a good point. I wonder is uh, just saying. Uh, Peeps be tripping. Peeps be reaching enlightenment off these fucking acid bees. <laughs> Honeybees. Honeybees. That's a subgenre of bee music. It's acid bee. It's called Mad Honey. <laughs> Gastro Mad, It's called Mad Honey. Oh my god. It can sell we for can over $60 a pound. Holy shit. Should we try and get some? <laughs> If you brought them over, you'd like it'd be the perfect drug dealer cover because like you just look like a posh guy who kept dude. bees. Dude, dude, dude. I just like you you wouldn't look like a massive like Pablo Escobar type dude with So reading this <laughs> Pablo Escobar it's... <laughs> it's apparently because it feeds on a few types of rhododendrons. That are that contain grainotoxin, grainotoxin, which can cause dramatic physiological reactions in humans and animals. So reactions can range from hallucination, hallucinations, and a slower heartbeat. Bushes, you can get high off a certain type of rhododendron. That is ridiculous. Fuck. The world is mad, isn't it? There's going to be it some kids watching this that are going to be fucking out chewing their mum's plants now. Don't go chewing your mum's rhododendron bush. She won't be happy. <laughs> Sandra will not be happy if you go eating her rhododendrons. Kathy <laughs> <laughs> will not be pleased if you're chewing on her bushes. <laughs> oh, that's Jade's mum's name. Right, let's have another fact. Oh no, shit. Sorry, didn't actually know that. That was uh, that was not meant. Uh, right, here we go. In 2014. A woman on a vacation in Iceland was found when it was discovered that she was in the search party looking for herself. (laughs) (laughs) 
no way. It's the that. fucking person. <laughs> but looking at the posters like that, she looks familiar. Oh, dude. She dude, looks, dude. Oh, she looks dude. fucking familiar. Dude, dude. Wait, wait, wait for this headline. Wait for the headline. She, that, woman. She's holding the poster of herself going, have you seen this person? Dude, dude, dude. Dude, missing woman finds herself after intense search. <laughs> oh, how man. long, oh, how long do so you think mad. they were walking for? I, would, I, I need to find this out. <laughs> tell me. You tell me. You're the, oh you're the Google man. I'm just Dude. reading this stuff. I've got no context. I've just... It's so funny because uh, the stuff I'm reading is oh all my god. I'm getting. Oh my god. So basically, basically, right. So uh, the, <laughs> the mix up occurred when they went to a sightseeing trip. Um, the woman broke away from the tourist group, changed clothes while she was gone. And then when she came back to the bus in a different <laughs> outfit, the rest of her tour group didn't recognize her. Then there was a description that was offered <laughs> because they couldn't find this person. Um, the woman did not recognize the description of herself either. So she began helping everyone to look for herself. <laughs> At three o'clock in the morning on Sunday, the search fry finally realized that the woman oh, they were looking for was... <laughs> I thought it would have been like 20 minutes. Can you imagine how pissed off you'd be if you'd been looking for someone for so long just to find out she was the person next to you looking for herself? I can't believe she changed outfit though. <laughs> what a funny. Oh, God. Oh. Again, just class. Oh, my God. Part of that. That is so oh, good. That would blow any dinner party. Oh, just imagine. <laughs> What a story, dude. What a story. Imagine that. I got <laughs> I was looking Down for a pub. missing person well, for I got five hours story, the other day. <laughs> I was on holiday in Iceland and fucking <laughs> Oh some woman three o'clock in the fucking morning. I would have been savage. I would have been savage. Wouldn't you would you not have been savage, bro? Yeah. <laughs> no, because you're you oh, you fucked up as well. Yeah. Seriously, you can't recognize someone. I mean <laughs> The race of the person is listed in here, oh, and she so uh, she was an Asian lady, Asian in dark clothing and speaking English well. <laughs> that uh, wasn't written well. It wasn't uh, written very well at all. No, it didn't. Right. Didn't age well. <laughs> oh, that's good. Right, here we go. Are you ready? This is killing me. Ah. Uh, um. Okay. Yeah, God. Mind fuck again. A funny one like that. Uh, would be great. Baked beans aren't actually baked. Okay. They're stewed. Apparently, they're stewed. They're not baked. And that does make sense because I, I can elaborate on this one without you Googling it. Um, baked beans are cooked in the tins, in the sauce yeah. Yeah, 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 at yeah. the factory. Before they label them. I found it fascinating. Watching, it was on Food I'm Wrapped. You've been watching too much. Uh, I thought you were watching too much How It's Made or something. Oh, no, I fucking love that show, though, dude. I, I seriously love that show. Yeah. So fascinating. Right. Here we go. Du, 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 du. Oh, sick. Right. W what colour are sunsets on Mars? Blue. 
red. I've not Googled it. I'm going to give everyone a little time to like just have a little think and be like, hmm. It's not red, by the way. You know, no one is thinking that. They're all Googling it right now. Like uh, okay. It's blue. That's interesting. It's blue. Why would it be blue? Uh, da, da, da. So sunsets on Mars are blue. That's mad. Okay. And I'm just fascinated to find out why. Brian Cox, I... you have to read it to me like you're Brian Cox. Okay, I'll try. Sunsets on Mars are amazing. Okay, okay. They're blue and fantastic. Wait, wait, let me, let me. <laughs> Sunrises and sunsets on Mars <laughs> may be a little less spectacular than here on Earth, but hey, there are sunrise and sunset photos from another world. NASA spacecraft have been watching the sun go up and down on the red planet for more than 40 years. The latest views from the InSight lander, whose primary mission is actually to study what's beneath the surface, were just released. It's been a tradition for Mars missions to capture sunrises and sunsets, said Justin Mackay, imaging lead on InSight science team at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. With many of our primary imaging tasks complete, we decide to capture the sunrise and sunset as seen from another world. And the photos that I'm staring at right now are pretty phenomenal. From far away Mars, the sun is about <laughs> two thirds as big as it looks from your backyard because Mars has only a wisp of an atmosphere, about 1% what we have. There's typically less color in the sky and fewer thinner clouds. Mars does have clouds, however, and they're sometimes blue or pink. Don't really, I can what? keep going if you want. I, there's quite a bit of variety no, in the Martian sky. That was almost like it was actually... <laughs> dude, <laughs> that was so good. That was unreal, though, dude. <laughs> that was so good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was so good. It was insane. That's my Brian Cox impression <laughs> for you. <laughs> that was so good, dude. I had no idea you so good at it. I've, I've never tried it before, no to be honest, so dude. Good. No one's ever tried it. Never, who asks people to do a Brian Cox impression? <laughs> out, you can do a fucking good one. And that was off the cuff, bro. That was sick. I, I you actually know read I it like read. him. That was, that was fucking insane. I did read an article. Um, but yeah, that was that was fun. Did you, re did you read an article that was written by... Dr. Brian, Brian Cox? Because <laughs> it fucking sounded like it. I don't think so. That's if you were, I would have been so disappointed. Like it, <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, are you ready? I am ready. I'm still... I'm, yeah, I can't believe it. I want to see one of these sunsets. Oh, dude. Uh, I, I'll, put, I'll put the article in is the it, uh, chat for everyone. Does it look amazing? It does look pretty good, actually. Uh, I shouldn't... Oh, oh. oh, my God. There you go. I put, I put an article oh, in there. So it, it, it just looks like a filter's on ours, doesn't it? It does, dude. Ah, oh, really crazy. I had a, yeah. I got a photo when I was in when I was in Australia last. Um, when we were out at the at the seaside, at the seaside, like it was just normal. Um, we looked up <laughs> at the sky and there was a big, there's like a big ring around the sky, like massive, like halo ring around the sky, and it's a natural well, like phenomenon. I'm trying, in halo. Like no, no, not. I mean, kind of, yeah. Halo. Like in the game. Like there was a, 
not obviously not like that. It was more like um, you know, when you get a lens flare. Not, on obviously, a camera. it wasn't a giant metal ring around the planet, but like, yeah, I know what you mean. So it was like yeah, a, so, a solar flare, but like, yeah. So it's in, it's not a the solar sun flare, that's interacting with ice crystals that are suspended in the atmosphere, apparently. And it's a very rare thing to happen. Like it's crazy. So I've it's never, like never seen or heard of. No, no, I'll I will link it in the in the chat. Honestly, yeah. guys, and you, you know that guys like yeah, fucking see it all the time, mate. <laughs> <You're> fucking, <laughs> you know, Australians are like, like when we're when we're out in Australia, we see shit that literally fucking breaks our minds. And we're like, what? And they're like, yeah, what fucking of it, mate? <laughs> like, what, are <laughs> what, what are you talking about, mate? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about, mate? But but yeah, can't go. <laughs> Australians go for the next are always like. Just, yeah, whatever. Let's do it. So, uh, digging a hole to China is actually theoretically possible, but only if you start in Argentina. So, I imagine it's got something to do with a break in tectonic plates or something like that, or bedrock. Sure, but yeah, anyway, the opposite, that opposite uh, end what, of the world. No, right? no, 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 because no, 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 because it must be the orientation to get to China without having to go through the core because the core would kill you, wouldn't it? That's what it is. So it would this be the orientation that you would start digging where if you dug straight. Oh, it okay, says, yeah. Okay. Maybe, though. <laughs> you might be right. It does say theoretically possible. It does. Yeah, but, possible. like, if you imagine you're on the side of a mountain, so, like, if you dug straight down anywhere in the planet, you'd hit the core. But if you're on a mountain that's pitched like that and you could do it like that, then you could probably pop out in China, if you know what I mean. That's a good, Go at like actually, a forty-five yeah, degree good. angle rather than straight down. True that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> See your point. Yeah. Anyway, so I could have done it back in the day. These Victorians were slacking. What, to they were obsessed with that stuff back then. They thought they could do it with. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they they thought they could do it with the uh, no. We're about going to the center of the earth. They thought they could do it with uh, coal-powered drill things. They tried to do it. Anyway, next fact. This one's about James Blunt. Come on, then. Hell yeah. You're beautiful. <laughs> uh, James Blunt recorded his first <laughs> album while living with Carrie Fisher. What the fuck? Goodbye, My Lover was recorded in her bathroom. What? Fuck Goodbye, off. my lover. <laughs> Goodbye, my friend. You have been Railing one. Coke with Carrie Fisher is what that album should have been called. <laughs> Railing Coke with Carrie Fisher. As if. So was Carrie living here or was she over there? And was because uh... James Bond is very British. Like he, he he sounds like this. He sounds like a 1940s air, aircraft pilot. Chocks away, whatnot. Okay, <laughs> right now. <laughs> That's funny because he was in the army. Um yeah, I know he was a tank driver, which is also fucking crazy. James Blunt was a fucking tank driver. James yeah. Blunt is hilarious as well. Anyone that doesn't follow his Twitter, go follow his fucking Twitter oh, right now. Do. I don't even have Twitter, but I know it's the funniest shit. He's hilarious. Do he takes else's? the piss out of himself all the time, but it is funny. He's a he's a guy that talks like this. He used to drive tanks and he sings love songs and used to apparently be a roommate with Harry Fisher. With well, with fucking um, Princess Leia. Fuck it, we we'll just say it. <laughs> That's oh my insane. god, dude! Yeah, during recording, he lodged with actress James Carrie Blunt Fisher when he was dumb. in LA. That's mad. <laughs> what the fuck? Who's Rothrock? So that's, that's a cool fact. 
That's a really cool fact. That is a cool fact. Okay, we're our next fact is the is the last and final fact that I've been saying. Oh, we've lasted. We from, we're at the end of the fact. We're at the last one. Uh, th this is the last fact that I'm about to do. All right. All right. A small population of mammoths survived on the Wrangell Island until 1650 BC, about 900 years after the construction of the Great Pyramid of Giza was completed. Fuck. Wait, what was that? A small population of mammoths survived until 1650 oh, BC. Shit. On a small, on a small island. So it was 900 years after the construction of the Great Pyramid of Giza. So, so we're talking like ancient Egypt. There was still mammoths. What? That's crazy. Is there people? Okay, right. Find this place, Wrangell Island. Uh, w R A N G E L, Wrangell Island. And I want to know if there's people that live there. Where the fuck that place is? That's madness. Russia, Could you imagine if like? It's in Russia. It's the Arctic Whoa. Ocean. Could you imagine if you were in the depths of Russia and just oh, what on earth? If you were at, if you were out there, there, how have we never heard about? It? How have we never heard about this? This is insane. That, like, if you went out into Russia and saw one of them, you'd be like, what? I wonder oh, if they, dude, got, so was there people like anywhere near though. anywhere nearby? I have no idea. Let me go back. I bet they just got loads of like really prehistoric shit because like man never went there or something. Here we go. We never we never uh, fucked it up. No, they died after being cut off. Um. Doesn't really look like much. Oh my god, dude! I, I've also heard oh. recently, and I can't remember where I heard it from, that they're gonna try and like basically remake a mammoth or something. Yeah, have you heard yeah, anything I have about heard this? this. I have heard this. Um, what did what I hear? I mean, I must have heard it on Rogan or something. Owning woolly mammoths. Cloning woolly mammoths. Let's go for that. Yeah. They're trying to like make a, a woolly mammoth or something, right? So anyway, this fact is crazy. So one, there's there was mammoths still living until the sixteen hundreds. Which is just insane. And that's like colonial times. No, no, it isn't. No, BC. Sorry, not the sixteen hundreds. It's uh sixteen fifty BC before Christ. Sorry. My bad. But it's around ancient Egypt time. Idiot. Yeah. I forgot that bit. So what's with the cloning of the mammoth now? Like, what are they trying to do? Where are they trying to put it? Why are they trying to do it? Because, um, like, you shouldn't play God, right? No, you shouldn't. Um, apparently, there's one team, one research team, say a mammoth cannot so be recreated. Be like Jurassic Park. That they want to try and grow it in a hybrid elephant womb, artificial womb, like a hybrid elephant with woolly mammoth traits. Whenever I hear this shit, sometimes you just go, "Why?" 
It makes no sense, really, does it? We don't need Willie Mammoth back. Why not? Why don't you try making like animals that are going extinct now? Why? Why try and oh my bring God. Back prehistoric animals that might fuck up ecosystems? What? They so, you look by so March intense 20, right now. Wait, and you're like firing your mustache. So. The Harvard University team is attempting to study the animal's characteristics in vitro by replacing or editing some specific mammoth genes into Asian elephant skin cells called fibroblasts that have the potential to become embryonic stem cells. By March 2015, and using the new CRISPR DNA editing technique, Church's team had some woolly mammoth genes edited into the genome of an Asian elephant, focusing on cold resistance initially. The target genes are for the external ear size, subcutaneous fat, hemoglobin, and hair attributes. By February 2017, Church's team had made 45 substitutions to the elephant's genome. So far, his work focuses solely on single cells. That's fucked. That's insane. They are, yeah, they if they editing. can do that, if they can do that, yeah, yeah, but if they can do that, why, why that? Could that not be used to bring back something else that we've killed more recently or something? Why a mammoth? Because they have um, frozen mammoth make, make DNA. Make polar bears. Make polar bears that you can put back that we've... we've ah, we've still got polar bears. They ain't doing but so make well, whales. are they? Make some whales and put them back that we killed off. because the, the, the they, they need to have the DNA shit. frozen, though, dude. They've got frozen woolly mammoth DNA. Oh, yeah. That's oh, the thing. I suppose, yeah. That makes, does actually make sense. Bring back that caveman dude. <laughs> Just bring him back and be like, "Sup, man?" Sup, caveman. Obviously, like you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you you wouldn't like defrost him, but like, <laughs> just put him in the microwave. <laughs> Full power for two minutes thirty seconds. <laughs> oh man! I don't you love office chairs, man? You gotta love office chairs. Imagine how, imagine right. how hot. You Do you want to um? <laughs> do you want to um carry on trying to find some rare ass facts yeah go on then go on then let's uh let's go for um we've got lists of animals that have been cloned dude. oh my god oh let's just go let's just, just do lists of animals of things being cloned i didn't know wait, what wait, this wait. was going on i didn't like i know the sheep happened and there's gm animals and stuff which is you know not cool but oh my god so I want me to list off the, the animals. So camel, carp, cat, yeah, what cattle, they, what coyote, deer, dog, frog, fruit flies, gower, goat, horse, house monkey. Oh no, house mouse, sorry. Monkey, which is a rhesus macaque and a crab-eating macaque. House monkey? <laughs> a house monkey. Hey, you've never had a house monkey before, man? Oh, you must have had a poor childhood. What the fuck is a house you know, it's a monkey that you keep in your house. Of course it is. Well, what else would a house monkey be? Yeah, dude, I've got a house monkey the other day. He just chills in the corner. He rolls me some spliffs, you know. He's just chilling. A house mouse. A house mouse, sorry, yeah. A house mouse. A rhesus macaque and a crab-eating macaque. A mouflon. I don't know what a mouflon is. A mule, a pig, a pyrenean ibex, a rabbit, a brown rat, a sheep, an arctic wolf. There we go. What's a what's a mouflon? 
fuck? I've probably pronounced it all I... wrong because it's a lamb. I didn't know that so many things were being cloned. How? 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 how why? Is people, why? Why? Okay. Why Let's are people cloning? Through. Why? Why not? <laughs> I mean, oh my god, dude! These coyotes. Is there a benefit to cloning them? No, not at all. It seems there's a lot of complications. Well, why would you, yeah, why would you want to clone a coyote? Like, I understand. It. I like. I know. I'm obviously like against oh against it, but I understand why they would do cloning of Wait. like to try and find the perfect sheep, to try and breed the perfect the... sheep and stuff. But why it... would you clone a coyote? I don't know. Why not? Because you can. The reason why people do most things. Would you Again, clone yourself if you could? Wales. Yeah. Anyway, what? Would... Would you clone yourself if no. you could? Okay, Absolutely but if you not. did clone yourself and you had sex with yourself, would it be gay? Or would it be have like just an extreme <laughs> version of masturbation? If, I, I, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be gay. It's not actually you. But it is you. You cloned yourself, right? It would be... All right, what have you sucked yourself off? Narcissistic. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it'd be... um. It'd be narcissistic phobic. No, you'd be narcissistic phobic. That's scared, right? No, no, sure. It'd be uh, narcissophilia. Uh, narciss- narcissist is someone. Narcissophilia? Yeah, there you go. Narcissophilia? Narciss- no, 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 narcissophilia. would be the act. Yeah, you'd be a narcissophilia act. The guy's inventing Latin words. The guy's inventing words for things. That's the weirdest now what we need is- But why are people cloning anything? Like, honest, what, why Wait. do we like this? Is there anything that can go Wait. wrong with that? And get some weird yeah, mutant a lot, coyotes by the, by that are going to come fuck with that? By the looks of things, like, they die. Have you seen the film Black Sheep? No. You've never seen Black Sheep? It's hilarious. It's, um, it's a New Zealand indie horror movie um, about zombie sheep. They try cloning sheep and uh, they make a zombie sheep and then the zombie sheep rise up and it's fucking hilarious, dude. And it's just they have sex with the people in New Zealand instead of the other way around. Well, actually, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the dudes, one of the dudes does, does fuck a sheep and uh, he then turns into a sheep. And he does I make a like joke and it turns out to be real. Zombie. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go Would watch you? Black Sheep, guys. If if everyone's still on lockdown and you're wondering what to watch, Black Sheep definitely. Just go buy it. Go buy got, it. Don't I've even rent question. it. I've got another question for you on the cloning. Would you, if if cloning was a real thing, it could be done without any complications. Would you support the UFC cloning all of their fighters and then having cage matches to the <coughs> death? <coughs> oh shit. I'm going to say yes just because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're a sick motherfucker. No. The moral implications um, of such a thing would be crazy, right? Joe, it would be quite interesting if you cloned a fighter and then the fighter fighted their clone. That would be very interesting. Like like when I'm playing UFC Ultimate Team and you get you get like everyone everyone spamming Conor McGregor. And it's always Conor McGregor versus Conor McGregor. Or Anderson Silva versus Anderson Silva. 
That's what the world would. That how great would that be? That if would you be... just had for the title, Anderson Silver versus Anderson Silver. Okay then. Um, uh, right. What what's coming up? Oh, dude, did you see the UFC cards? Uh, Swiftly moving. Oh uh, yeah, actually, let's talk about the UFC of, cards before yeah. we sign off. Fight Island is here first. Let's go, um, go do Fight Island, right? Fight Island, Fight Island, Fight Island is here. Oh my god! Finally, can't believe it. Abu Dhabi, uh, dude. I didn't I'm think so it'd be Abu Dhabi. I thought it'd be like one of Richard Branson's private islands or something. Oh my god! The octagon's um, in the sand. <laughs> it's gonna be well, outdoors. I don't know if that's. Have you have you looked at the photos? Is that actually like a real photo, or is that just the promo poster? Because the promo poster was like a camera looking down with the waves, or almost fucking at the octagon. But I don't know if that was graphics or not. But there's been three cards announced, right? And uh, DC Stipe, I think, is the last of them. Um, I don't know who's going to be on the first card. Right. Uh... So. White saying that fights will take place in the octagon out in the sand. That could just be for like publicity. Surely you wouldn't fight outside in Abu Dhabi in the middle of summer. That sounds like the worst idea. (laughs) I mean, that does sound awful. Ah. If it's really late and that, no, it's still too humid. It's still too humid. Dude, dude, dude. Two fights. Oh my god! UFC I know Rose is fighting. I know Rose is fighting. No, no, no. two FC. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so UFC. hyped because I, I know one of these fights. One of these fights is Jessica Andrade and Rose Namunez, and Dude. I am gassed because it's Rose's chance to get back in the mix. I don't know. That's. I think that's that's not one. Look at UFC two five one. Just look at the card. Two five one. Yeah. Stacked. Stacked. <laughs> Stacked. Dude, dude, there's three uh, title fights. Card? <clears throat> there is three title Again, fights doing that card. Oh, did you hear about Connor as well? Before, oh, retiring. before I scroll on to this. Retiring, talk man. about this while I'm just trying to find this article? I didn't even read so, it. I just um, saw it and was like, I can't even be bothered. Like, So just, no one's taking why? it seriously, apparently. It's not... It's not a money thing. Apparently, UFC. Apparently, Connor wants to fight everyone. He just wants to fight, and they won't let him because until there's an audience, they won't make as much money off him. So he's getting really pissed off because basically they won't let him fight while there's going to be no gate and no crowds. I'm trying to find the card. Why is it so difficult to find the card? Just put it in Wikipedia. Oh, Wikipedia. I didn't think about doing wiki. I kept scrolling past it. So where is the actual card? Oh, here we go. Oh, stacked. Stacked. Oh, dude, there is. Look at it. Yeah, look. Rose Namunas, just Grand Jars. I, I, I said that. Yeah, man. Uh, right, so... What we got going on here is, is pretty fucking crazy. So Paige Van Zandt's a fucking monster. She's yep. she's amazing. I think she's going to charge charge over Amanda, um, whoever, because I don't actually know who that is. I no offense to that person. I I've been proven wrong when that's been the case before. But she's Brazilian. Um, 
Und she's Brazilian. Several she's worth a million. Uh, the Andrade Namanunez fight is fucking sick. If anybody's listening, that's obviously a UFC fan. You know that we're big UFC fans, and you know that we're big, big Rose Namanunez fans. I think she's got some of the best hands in the UFC. I think she's got some of the best hands in the world. Um, and that's one reason, I think, largely because her coach used to be Trevor Whitman, who is Justin Gagey's coach. Dude, I think, um, yeah, that's obviously going to be a fight to see who can fight for the title, right? That's going to be a con- fight for contenders. Yeah, it is. Now, do Rose is amazing, right? Do I think Rose is the best contender? Yes. Do I think that she's ready or can beat Zhang Wei Ling? No, I don't think she can yet. She's too good. Zhang Wei Ling is ready yet. like, oh my god. Zhang Wei, Zhang Wei Ling, the power for the weight is insane. She, she, and she is fucking ripped. She's stacked for a lady of that weight. She is stacked, and uh, yeah, she just knocks people's jaws off. And I really don't want to see Rose and John Wailing fight. Uh, not yet. I- I'm excited about the Andrade fight. This is going to be great because like, was winning the fight last time. It was just that stupid slam sort of thing where she fell on her head. Rewatching it back, it, it was an attack. It wasn't like a mistake. It was an attack from uh, Jessica Andrade. It was like a intentional sort of throw. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Just... Yeah, definitely going to be interesting because like, I think I think I think Rose outboxed her this time. Yeah, yeah, I reckon think? so. I, she I won't make the mistake. she won't make she won't make the same mistake because um, it was a mistake that she made. She just didn't she just let go of the hold at the wrong time or no? She didn't let go. That was the issue, wasn't it? Yeah. So she 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 kept throwing up um, like a triangle or an inverted armbar or something like that. She kept throwing up something where she was on the ground and yeah. Andraj was picking her up onto like the shoulder. And then dropped the shoulder, and she fell off uh, onto her own head and knocked herself out. Yeah. Or was thrown and was knocked out subsequently because she fell on her head. Yeah. Um, obviously, that, that was a crazy way to lose the title. <laughs> that was a crazy way to lose the title, wasn't it? Like, yeah, you know, man, that's cool. insane. And then obviously, Jean Wei Ling has come in and fucking starched Andrage and starched and absolutely killed. Well, not starched, but, you know, really, really badly hurt. Um, JJ, Joanna, you know what I mean? Like that fight was insane. Her face was was fucked up. Her face was the worst I've ever seen in a UFC fight at the end for swelling. Oh my god, dude. <clears throat> but but I mean there's two fights. Look at the next three fights on the card. I know, it's insane. All it title insane. fights, dude. All title fights. Um, this isn't this is crazy. Jose Jose Aldo and Peter Yan is for the Bantamweight title now, so who knows out of the picture? So yeah. that's that's gonna be for the vacant crown, isn't it? That which is, is yeah. insane. I I'm gonna say Jose Aldo for that fight. So so far I've gone Paige Van Zandt, Rose Nantanet, Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo looked good last time and I think he won that fight and he didn't win on decision. And I agreed with uh, the commentators. I, I thought Aldo won that fight. It's a, yeah, it was Aldo, a good fight. Aldo, um, I remember it being a, a, a bit of a war, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. It, it always is an Aldo, though. I, 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 I gave it to Aldo. 
I remember it being but close, then, but I gave it to Aldo. Do you know what? I think the next the next fight on the card is my probably my fight of the night. I think it was a split decision loss. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be fire. So um, Volkanovski versus Holloway. Holloway is gonna be coming back, trying to get his fucking belt back. Um, there's animosity there, but respect there. They're both two fucking super cool surfer dudes. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Uh, Volkanovski's dope. He's come up from rugby, and we've come up through rugby and stuff. So you know, that's always cool to see. And Holloway is just mad, and had like the craziest title defenses ever. Like the the streak was insane, and then he lost it, and you're like, fuck. And um, he needs to watch the leg kicks this time. Yeah. Last time, yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. that's what lost him the fight. I think that's I think that's what lost him the fight was those consistent leg kicks on the inside. I think Holloway needs to use his range more, but I don't know the size of the cage on Fire Island. I presume it's back to normal now. Uh, I presume it's not smaller, so Holloway might be able to run around a little bit more, use his reach. Um, I'd like to see more kicks, you know, just more rangy attacks. I think yeah. Holloway can, can, can. I think Holloway can win. I think Holloway can win that one as well. He's probably had a different mindset and training since he lost the last fight because he's he's not tasted a loss in such a long time. Yeah, I but, think well, I, but that's definitely going to be a fucking awesome fight. I can't wait to see that fight. It's going to be amazing. Kamara Usman Gilbert Burns. This oh is oh my god, uh, this is insane. So. Kamara Usman's an insane wrestler, and he's got hands. And he's shown in the past couple of couple of fights that he's got hands. Like you, you can't sleep on Kamara Usman's boxing. No. But also, you, <sighs> Gilbert Burns is a scary motherfucker at the moment at, at he world is. weight. Um, he's number number one contender. And this is also. Like... This is yeah, yeah, but he's number one contender because UFC have said we're going to tangent onto this story because this makes this weekend. It makes this weekend is Masvidal um, openly warring with the UFC about his contract. Masvidal oh, really? is number one contender. I can tell you that right now. Masvidal yeah, is yeah, number of course. one. Yeah, contender. yeah, yeah. I didn't even. I completely forgot about him. I just number two stats. contender. Number two, yeah. Number two contender was Colby. Well, number one was Colby. And then Colby got beat, so then Masvidal goes up, and then Gilbert Burns should have then been an, uh, above Colby, so second, and then Colby should have been third. But basically, the UFC have gone fuck you and put Gilbert Burns above uh, in front of Masvidal because Masvidal wanted more money, and UFC went nah, mate. So they've just gone well, well, we'll just we'll just give the fight to someone else. So they did. Oh, mate, I don't know if that's a good idea on the UFC's part. Masvidal was supposed to be quite an Usman. It's I can tell you that right now. Fight Island number one, that main, that main card was supposed to be Masvidal Usman, and that's why they announced it so late as well. That's the talk from all of the podcasts and stuff that I follow. Um, yeah, basically. Uh, and also, Masvidal's put all of the messages and emails and stuff with the UFC out on his Twitter. And it's basically, he got paid so X amount of money, so much money for the BMF title. And he wants to be say, paid the same sort of wage packets and caliber for, for normal fights because basically they're trying to pay him, well, they were trying to pay him more for the BMF than they were for just a normal fight. So like, obviously it was a massive event and it had a crazy pay-per-view and gate and all this sort of stuff. 
But when you yeah. come back from that and you go back to just normal UFC, um, you know, um, and they tried to put him back on just a normal championship wage. And obviously that they, they were trying to pay him less than they did the fight before. Anyway, uh, Masvidal said no, stuff that. And then obviously Gilbert Burns gets given the title shot. I think, he's, I think he deserves it. He's been on a great run and he's had some really impressive wins recently. But it is a shame that we're not seeing Masvidal Usman this weekend. That would have been sick. That would have been the fight that I really wanted to see. Yeah. What do you think? Masvidal Usman would have been crazy. Would have been very, very crazy. Mm. Like, it's a shame that it's not going to happen at least for a little while. uh... Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, you don't know oh. if the title's going to change hands this weekend. Did you did you so, see, um, just branching off this, did you see that uh, Miocic and Cormier 3's happening? I did. I saw it got announced. So that's, so that's uh, event number three in this Fight Island trilogy sort of thing, isn't it? Um, uh, two. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm apprehensive for Stipe. Uh, and the reason being, DC... Yeah, um, DC's camp. So I, I, I heard about it today, actually. DC is training with um, Mark Henry. Oh, shit. So uh, DC is doing a boxing camp with Mark Henry. Uh, Mark Henry is the coach that was the genius behind the Cody Garbrandt knockout that just happened. Um, fuck me, can we talk about last week's card as well? Holy shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was insane. That was insane. So, um, last week, Cody Garbrandt starching. Fuck. <laughs> what a knockout. That was insane. Throwing a punch from behind his knee, um, dropped his hands and was like, come on then, and just fainted backwards and, and starched him. It was gorgeous. Yeah. That and uh, Sean, O'Ma- Sean O'Malley's knockout as well. Just that fucking upper up uppercut feint into into that right straight and just 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 took his head clean off, dropped his hands completely. Um, there were two amazing knockouts. Bantamweight is gonna be fun for the for the for the next. I don't know for the next couple of months. I think bantamweight is gonna be a fun fun weight division to. To be watching. It will, mate. All of the all of the weight divisions are exciting, pretty much. Other than, is it straw weight? Yeah, straw weight, and I don't know. Light heavyweight at the moment is a bit. Meh. Yeah, it's a bit still. Yeah, we need uh, some decent fighters in light heavyweight. Well, away is, is, is well, away is just a mess. As I just described, because of this, because of this Masvidal thing, it's a mess. Bantamweight is interesting because Cejudo has just retired. We've just had a card last weekend that was Bantamweight heavy, and saw some fucking maybe knockout of the year contenders with Cody and and Sean. Oh, and now dude. Cody and Sean are fucking talking openly about fighting. Cody Sean is a is a crazy fight. There's some people saying Sean ain't ready. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? Sean's I never even looked. No, Sean's never even faced adversity. That's oh, true. What a fight, dude! But I, st- oh, I don't know. 
What? Seriously, what a fight, man. He could end, he could end um, Cody's career if he beats him, though. I can't even. Like, Cody's yeah, just come not, back from a, a long hiatus. To take like, he shouldn't take that fight. But I don't think it's a good time for Cody to take that fight, either. I, I think they should both have another fight. fight first. Yeah. But... Yeah, I, but I think they should both have another fight first. And I'm gassed to see both of those fights because I love mm. both of them. But I do, I do think you're right. I do think it's 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 bad for Cody if he loses. Not saying that he would. And uh, Sean, I don't know. I think they should just have one more fight. Cody's only just come back as well. So I'd like to see Cody in another fight. Yeah, exactly. Because he's been out a long time. So funny, Daniel Cormier when he called him Team Wolf, he had me fucking dying. <laughs> <laughs> like Team Wolf comes up here. That's brilliant. <laughs> That'd be if you got in the cage now. It's Papa Bear. Teen Wolf. Yeah. The beard is. <laughs> the beard what's is the uh, what's the next card? What's the what's the card in the middle there then? Would it be two? It wouldn't be UFC two five two. It'd be a fight night in between, wouldn't it? Or would it be? It would be, oh my god, dude, look at this. Look at it. What I'd... Yeah, it would be a 252. Uh, UFCs, UFCs. It's interesting because they're obviously, there's like the fight cards are crazy, aren't they? Yeah, this is looking for August 15th. Uh, Stipe and Cormier. Yeah, the fight cards are fucking mad. Yeah, but I think they're having to do that to. Get the paper to replace they do it to fulfill their obligation with ESPN, so they still get their money. I think. Well, I mean, they're going to have to be getting pay per views. They have to have fighters and fights going on. The reason why they're having multiple uh, bouts. Dude, 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 dude. Um, the fight night after the next one. Curtis Blades, Volkov, top of the card. Blades, Volkov. Curtis Blades coming up. It's the only one been announced. He's coming up. Number three at the moment. So he. That's a scary motherfucker. Oh. That's a scary motherfucker. So wait, wait. Curtis, do you the Razor Blade? Do you think Ngannou has another? That's fight another before... one that came up for the series. Yeah. Do you think Ngannou has See, another Ngannou's fight before? an interesting one because 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 I, I watched I watched an interview with Ngannou where Ngannou was like, "I'm gonna be a boxer." He doesn't even want to do MMA anymore. When was this? Um, I don't know, but he was on uh, Mike, it, the source for anyone listening who's interested about it, especially Francis Garney, who's a fucking very interesting man to listen about. Um, Mike Tyson hotboxing with Francis and Garney. Please tell yeah. me Francis um, and Garney got turned. Yeah, he, he, uh, I don't believe so. I don't believe uh, so. Um, that would have been funny. To be honest. But, it was like this crazy, crazy story. Like the fact, the facts that you find out about Francis Ngannou are insane. Like, so basically, like four years ago, he wasn't doing MMA or fighting of any description. That's insane, isn't it? He was a, he was a, he was a tuk-tuk driver, tuk-tuk taxi driver. I don't believe that. I can't believe. I can't believe that. I'm sorry, <laughs> I just can't. That six foot eight. Monster knockout Did he have machine. A custom tuk tuk. Possible. Is that what you're telling me? Next. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Of course, he'd have but to. But anyway, have a yeah. He said he always wanted to be a boxer. He always wanted to be a boxer, but at the beginning, the fights that paid better 
were cage fights. So basically, he went into cage fights with no ground and no kickboxing experience or training whatsoever, just a little bit of boxing, and uh, just knocked people out for quick money. And uh, basically, he was doing that for a bit, and the plan was to do that for a bit while he was training his boxing. And then his coaches were like, we landed you a UFC contract. And he went, oh, sick. <laughs> and, that, and that's it. He was in Sweet. the UFC, and then he and then he and then he started and then he started training a little bit of ground and kicks. But the reason why Stipe fucked him up so bad last time was because he just never bothered before because he just knocked everyone out so quick that he never bothered. Yeah, honestly, just never bothered. And he was he he doesn't care about MMA or UFC or any of that. He um he j- he wants to be a boxing world champion. He says it on he says it on there in his own words. I was like, oh shit, that was anticlimactic I, I thought it was this beast guy coming at well obviously he is a beast guy but can you the imagine thing is though, like, I don't look at Francis and go his, his his I don't look at him and go his footwork's amazing though I don't no, look he at him make and a good go boxer I don't think it, it, no I don't think he'd make a good boxer you put that guy in big gloves I don't think I mean he'd still knock people out out of the ring <laughs> Yeah, if he hits him though, that's the thing. Oh god, he like he he knocked Deontay Wilder out, out of this planet. I think, yeah, I think if he fought Fury, he would get a schooling. Yeah, I think, I think if he fought Fury, he'd get a schooling as well. It's an interesting one, but he's never. We've never seen him dance and use footwork. Boxers dance and they use footwork and, and they're smart in their movements. And he, yeah. and, and he, in honesty, he just knocks people out. Like he's a knockout artist, but literally, he just looks like he pours people and they just, they just, their heads explode. It's insane. Yeah. It's, it's uh, what do you think about, um, so who, who, heavyweight then, since we're on heavyweight? And John Jones, before before we wrap this up, um, who wins Stipe Cormier free? I think Cormier. Oh, I don't know. It's hard. If Stipe's on top of his game, Stipe. But I, I worry well. about all the inju- injuries he's had. No, what? <clears throat> he's been whining through lockdown as well. He's been unconfident to come back. DC's been DC's been chomping at the bit. Yeah. Also, DC's hired Mark Henry, who just trained and got Cody Garbrandt out of his losing streak with that fucking insane knockout. I think uh, DC's going to knock Stipe out. That'd be mad. I think DC's going to knock Stipe out again. He did it in the first the fight, didn't he? For that. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah, could you? It was a beautiful short left hook. Duck in left hook. It was amazing. It was so short. It was like ridiculous. And the, the fact that he got on in the inside as well. Daniel Cormier has got such a height disadvantage. It was pretty crazy. But yeah. Um, and, then, and then Stipe obviously got the drop on him next time. Um, Stipe hasn't wanted this fight. Obviously, no. Daniel would want it. But Daniel... Yeah, DC's looked... It's the only fight DC wants as well. Hungry are. Uh, he, he wants this and then out, yeah. And I think Stipe loses this fight, unfortunately. And uh, I think he retires, hangs up his gloves after he loses this fight. 
That's what I do anyway. And then I see. I don't see DC staying champion. I think he'll vacate. And then I think Francis and Garni will will become champion. He's in contendership, isn't he? Yeah. Who else I is at the think top it, of the mix there? I don't know. I think if DC gets it, he will. He won't. I don't think he'll defend it. I don't think he'll Ngannou. defend it. No. No, I don't. I don't think he'll fight Ngannou. Um That was. That's not a good fight for Daniel Cormier. It's not a good fight for Daniel Cormier. It's just the range. It's literally about that first twenty seconds, isn't it? Yeah. Like that cage fight is that first twenty seconds decides the fight, because if Daniel can land the takedown, it's Danny's fight. If Ngannou lands a punch on the way in, it's Ngannou's fight. <laughs> that's just that's just it. Uh, if Daniel fights Ngannou, it's it that that fight lasts twenty seconds. Obviously, it might last longer if Danny gets into the ground, but the fight's over for Ngannou. I can't see him, once he's on the ground, ever getting back up. But um, I don't think that fight's going to happen. I, I, I reckon they'll have a fight um, with just the number two contender or something in, uh, just for the vacant title after Daniel Cormier hangs it up and retires as well. I think they'll both retire. Yeah, yeah, probably. You never know, though. Stipe might just say fuck it, and then it'll be probably Stipe, Stipe fighting Ngani for a vacant belt. Yeah. That might right, happen. I'm... What I'm interested in is this uh, John Jones and Garnu deal. Nothing. Nothing, Burger. Um, that's that that's is, one that's thing. A nothing. That is a nothing scenario. You think so? It'd be a super fight, but it's a nothing. I think that's a nothing scenario as well. It would be an amazing super fight. They'd make their money on that one. Anyway, we should tune out. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Chat enough shit. <laughs> we had a good times. Right. All right, guys. We had a good Thank, times. You. Thank yeah. you, everyone, for Crazy watching. Fact. I think I think my favourite fact. I think my favourite fact was free vagina kangaroo-ness. Oh, I don't know, dude. The woman that was searching for herself the woman that found herself <laughs> yeah the woman that was in the search party looking for herself has got to be the funniest thing i've heard in a long time yeah <laughs> or the man that tripped over his own beard and died like uh, there's we had some good ones you can thank libby for that libby that was fantastic us, but yeah right we're gonna let us out. know in the comments if uh if you like any of the, if you liked in your favorite facts, and if you've got any weird facts, do let us know. We do love them. Yeah, definitely. We might do this fact right, thing more often. But yeah, thank you very much for listening and watching. Love you all. Stay safe. Stay positive. Peace out. Keep it up. PMA. Peace out. Peace out. With a bear and a bear and a biddly biddly boo.